0: Welcome to the Building a Story Brand podcast, where we believe if you confuse, you'll lose. Noise is the enemy, and creating a clear message is the best way to grow your business. I'm your host, Donald Miller. I'm joined by my co-host, Dr. J.J. Peterson. Hi, J.J. Hello, Don. J.J. Yes. When I say the words mission statement, Uh (laughs) what do you think? Do you want me to be honest? (laughs) Brutally boring yeah, very boring <laughs> yeah i haven't i don't think i've read a single mission statement that made me want to join that mission most of them aren't missions no they're, they're it's not. a mission statement that neither has a mission or a statement yes, it no. has a tagline
1: yeah i just kind of rolled my eyes <laughs> at a lot of them for it's sure. really
0: terrible i think if mel gibson can't recite your mission statement to a group of uh, scottish soldiers <laughs> and convince them to attack then you don't have a mission statement you don't have a mission at all <laughs> can you imagine mel gibson riding his horse saying uh, Fellas, we exist to increase shareholder value by, <laughs> by, by <laughs> They're written by lawyers. Often. And they're written on behalf of defending shareholder interests, mm-hmm. and they're not igniting the very people that they need to ignite passion within, and that is your employees, yeah, the yeah. team members who have to build the product and sell the product. Well, we have a course called Mission Statement Made Simple. It's yes. on Business Made Simple University platform. It is the number two rated course, I think, right now yep. on the platform. So thousands and thousands of people are actually watching it. Today, we're going to talk through the course, but JJ, there is a twist. Yes, there is. There is a twist because recently I was in Texas and I met with a company there. And they had, it's a big company with 700 employees. They happened to have kind of a chapel service. Mm-hmm. And they asked me to come in and speak because I was meeting with their executives to do some marketing strategy. And I thought, well, listen, if it's a chapel service, I kind of want to introduce them to the mission statement, guiding principles framework, but I'm not going to talk about a company. Yeah. I'm going to say, take your family through this.
1: Yes. <laughs> well, yes. what if
0: your family were on a mission? Yes. What if you transformed from being a distracted, busy, preoccupied, disconnected, and sometimes divided family yeah. into a united family? Trying to make something happen in which the stakes were high. Yes. What if your family was a family on a mission? I'd never thought of that. <laughs> I'd never really, I mean, I had thought of it like back in the million miles days, but it'd been a yeah. while. I presented it and I'm telling you, the place went nuts. Yeah. And I thought, this could be fun.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, you and Betsy have a mission. We like, do. We have family. a mission
0: statement. And we have some of these yeah. things. We're filling it out now. Yeah. And we're taking our time doing it. Which
1: I I mean, when you talk to me about this, I like almost kicked you in the face. We were literally sitting in the office <laughs> and I, like, That's a good
0: thing, folks. That, yes, that means JJ's excited. I, that means about I the was idea. excited. <laughs> he ever kicks you in the face.
1: It really is. We're I, yeah, I guess I should explain that. You know that. Like I I came over and you were telling me about it, and <laughs> when I literally a shoe like, flies at you. I you, lifted you my something. leg and I went to kick you. I was like, shut up, because I was like so excited. Because and here's why. We talked about a lot from a mission statement perspective how so many we read in a business space don't work and they don't motivate people. We've seen them over and over. But what really hit me hard about this, and I don't mean hard in a bad way, but so excited, is that so many of us are just walking through life without taking control or directing We do not
0: accept agency. No, God-given agency. Agency means power, authority, responsibility.
1: Yes. And we've talked about before how, yes, there are moments in our life where bad things happen to us that are outside of our control. Right. But for the most part, a lot of us are like, "Ugh, I'm just like tired of being disconnected from people. I'm tired of all the bad stuff that's going on in the world. I'm tired of not having community. And we move into a place where we think that all of these external factors are what are creating the life that we have. Right. And in reality, we get to write our own story.
0: Yeah, We get to live. We are the heroes of our story. That's right. Many studies have been done between folks who have a high internal locus of control and a high external locus of control. Mm-hmm. High internal locus of control means that you believe that you are the person who controls your fate for the most part. Yeah. External locus of control means that you believe that external forces are controlling your fate. The reality is it's a little bit of yeah, both. Yeah. But the other reality is most people do not accept the amount of internal locus of control they actually have. Yeah. That is associated with high levels of depression, anxiety, mm-hmm. you make less wages, you have a worse job, all when you believe external forces are at work to dictate your life. Yeah. And so I just want to say this really loudly as we get into we're going to go through the mission statement guiding principles yeah. framework, but we're going to talk about it from the perspective of a family. Yes. But I want to say this really loudly. Fate is a terrible writer. (laughs) Yes. Terrible. If you hand the pen to fate and say, write me a story for my life, they're going to write a crappy story. It's going to be awful. Yeah. And you need to take the pen and say, I'm not trusting fate. I will work with fate. Mm -hmm. There are fateful things that happen, but I'm going to actually take responsibility for a lot of this and make something happen. What if your family was that way? I think you know we live in a time when families are very distracted. They're very busy. We're all staring at our phones. Mom and dad both have to work. If there's a mom and dad in the house at all, they both yeah. have to work. The kids are they're without a narrative. Yeah. They are a character without a narrative. The psychologist personality theorist really Victor Frankel would call it a narrative void. Mm-hmm. And a narrative void it's the precursor to a crap load of trouble. Yeah. And so we have a framework that we teach at Business Made Simple University. It's called Mission Statement Made Simple. It is for corporations. But when I filmed it, I actually talked about, you know, this will work with your family. And this, <laughs> will, this will work with your personal life. I have my personal life filled out. Yeah. I, I know exactly what it is. Betsy and I, we have our marriage mission statement from a long time ago. yeah, And now we're filling out the whole framework for our marriage. We have one for our home, Goose mm-hmm. Hill, that we're building, that mm-hmm. we're also filling out. And then we have one for... My business for business made simple which we 've already filled out and created but we're editing it in about a week yeah we're all getting <laughs> together as a team and we're going to go through an evolution number two of that mm-hmm. those four sets of guiding principles each fits on one piece of paper that will go in your fridge yeah. you can literally look at your life here's the story I'm living on your refrigerator those guide my life those four guiding sets of guiding principles guide my life i don 't do anything else mm-hmm. I really don't you know I rest you know I go for walks but other than that I work on these four things yeah. I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, it's, well, because everything you do then gets filtered it, through this. It is. And right? every year I have to become a better person in order to pull this off. Yep. So it's forcing you to transform. And a lot of us, we have kids, and they're not transforming. They're not becoming better versions of themselves. And here's the reason. Outside of a narrative context, characters will not change.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And here's the other thing. If you don't invite your children into a story, I promise you somebody else will. and they will not have their best interests at heart. They won't. So how do you do that? You fill out five (laughs) categories of questions, (laughs) and we're about to guide you through them. I know you're probably driving home for Christmas. (laughs) What if you did this for the new year? What if you invited your family into a story? What if you transformed into a family on a mission? That is what this week's episode of the Building a Story Brand podcast is all about. And JJ, you and I are going to go through it right now.
1: So I'm so excited about this for everybody. And so, Don, there are really five things that every family, corporation, individual should have. And we're going to really talk about the five guiding principles that need to be developed for your family. That's right. There are five. And the very first one is you actually have to have a mission statement for your family.
0: Yes. I think you should have a mission statement. I think it should be exciting Mm -hmm. and it should be memorable. Yes. By the way, how cool is it that your family would have a mission statement? So cool. That we don't sit around looking at each other over dinner and wondering, why aren't you solving my problems? We actually are shoulder to shoulder looking out at the world saying, come and get it. Like We're going to take you on.
1: I come from a great family. And I even remember in my high school years, my dad decided he wanted to unite our family together. And so every morning, he made breakfast for us. Yeah. So we gathered around the table and that was wonderful. And it did great for our family, but I can only imagine if we had had, like, if we were a team that were right. fighting Trying to accomplish something towards something together. You know,
0: and the interesting thing is, you know, we, we think it needs to be this grand deal, yeah. but it could be literally something like this summer we're building a treehouse. Yeah. And that's it. That's the mission. By the way, missions don't have to be permanent. They can be temporary. Yep. You always need one. Yeah. There always needs to be a story that is happening. Otherwise, you end up in a narrative void. And Viktor Frankl would say it's a recipe for depression Yeah. and divisiveness and anxiety and anger. You have to be working on something you have to be building something, yep. right? And so it can be a tree house. It could be, you know, we are going to declutter this house this spring and then have a massive garage sale and give the money to charity. Yep. You know, whatever. But it just has to be something to actually talk about at breakfast. And in the midst of talking about it, you probably spend 15, 20% of your time you talking about it. But now the JJ, how are you doing? Is a different conversation. Yeah. Because it's how are you doing as a critical character in the important story we are living, yep. rather than how are you doing out there in the, in the narrative void floating through space. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> right? You see yeah. what I'm saying? It's that mission that sort of guides us. Okay, so and let me. It,
1: that sounds pretty grandiose, like right. when you're saying we need to create this mission, but there actually is a very specific way of There's creating this There's a specific formula mission. to do it. Yes.
0: And it's just three parts. And the first part is these are the things that your mission statement needs to do. One, it needs to introduce the challenge, and here's the way to think of that. What if your family existed as a counterattack against an injustice in the world? Yes, yes. (laughs) I love that language. I love it. Betsy and I, before we got married, we decided that we would have a restorative marriage, and here's the way we worded it to each other. People are hurting. They're very tired. Mm -hmm. When they walk through our door, we want to restore them. I have a busy day at work all the time. When I walk through the door, I want her to restore me. She also works at Business Made Simple and StoryBrand, but she also is chairman of the board for an anti-human trafficking organization. She took over the chairmanship from a three-star general. Yeah. You think Betsy has a bad day sometimes? <laughs> when yeah. she, yeah, This is my wife. Yeah. When she walks through the door, what's my job? Restore Restore her. And so when we actually defined that, it defined our entire marriage. Mm-hmm. You know, Betsy and I, we've probably had three or four arguments, and they've all gone to DEFCON 1.5. Yeah, yeah. Usually if you eat a burrito, the argument's over. It's yeah. like I was just hungry. <laughs> and that's it. And I think a big reason is we aren't expecting each other to sort of you know, complete each other like you know that Jerry Maguire movie or whatever. We are shoulder to shoulder. Mm-hmm. We're looking around. We're saying, who needs to be restored? Let's help them. And that's ended up really dictating our lives. You know, we had over 200 overnight guests our first year of marriage. That's kept true for the last six, seven years. Yeah. And now we're building this 15-acre compound with 19 beds, and I don't know, I don't know how many bedrooms—seven, six, seven bedrooms. These we have these bunk rooms for where yep. kids go. And why? Because it's absolutely necessary based on the numbers of people who are coming through our door. Mm-hmm. And we love it. I mean, we absolutely love it. And so our counterattack is against weariness, tiredness, the harshness of the world. And it's not like when you walk through the door we feel sorry for you. Yeah. We usually put a glass of wine in your hand, we put a record yes. <laughs> on, we have a great conversation. It's not have that a, hard. Have a little ice cream. <laughs> That's it, yeah. a little ice cream. <laughs> have people over to watch movies, you know, big screen in the backyard. Yep. You know, you just want to be, say, what can we do to really bring a little levity to people's life? Yeah. And so you've got to decide as a family... Here's the thing in the world that we see as a problem, and our family is going to unite together to go after it. So that's the first part. You have to define what what do we want to go? Is it homeless pets? Mm -hmm. Is it homeless people? Is it hungry people? You know, Betsy and I were talking the other day, and you know, I was single until I was 42. Yeah. And I have a buddy who's single, he's in his late 30s. And he went off to some, you know, therapeutic retreat center. He said, "You know, the, one of the best parts was well, I didn't have to think about meals. It was three meals a day, uh-huh. <laughs> and I had to think about them." And I literally went, "Ooh, Betsy and I could counterattack that. It was yeah. literally like, so we want to do a thing for older singles mm-hmm. where we do dinner maybe once a month. It's a chance for to get everybody in the same room, and we will cook." And you guys get to talk about unique things to people who are older and, and single. How old? I was gonna say, how old do you have to be? Because I'm JJ, I'm 100% I think you'd be perfect. I yes! think you'd be perfect. But you can see how once you have that filter, you start deciding yeah. what you will and will not get. Yep. You know, so if somebody says, Hey, we want to go to uh, Mumbai and study, you know, the origins of symphonic music from India, and it's gonna be really fascinating. Betsy and I go, How's this gonna help us restore people? Yeah. And if it doesn't we say no. Yeah. No matter how cool it is. It's, no it, matter how cool it is. It's not on our mission, and we are on a mission. So the first part of creating a mission statement is really defining- finding what you're going to counterattack. Yeah.
1: You, what is your family going to counterattack? And That's then, first. But the second part is that you need to define where you're going to go.
0: Where you're going to go, what the world is going to look like. Yes. Right? So people are very tired. At Goose Hill, the house we're creating, yeah. the compound we're creating- at Goose Hill, we are creating a place where you can be yourself and your energy comes back. We haven't defined that yet because yeah, yeah. Betsy and I are working on it. By the way, that brings up a great point. Stick it up on your refrigerator blank uh-huh. <laughs> and take a month. Don't, yeah. you, know, you don't do this in one session. Yeah. You could take a month and you go, okay, what about this part? What if we did this? And, and it's something, your mission can be creating a mission for the next six weeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every night at dinner, you just go, let's add something to it. Yeah. Right? Let's add something to it. So people are very tired and weary. Therefore, we have created a place where they can come and be themselves and be restored. That is Goose Hill. Yeah. So it's, here's the problem. Here's the solution to the problem. Yeah. What we are creating in order to solve that problem. And then part 3, JJ, are the stakes. Mm-hmm. Because if people don't have a safe place they can go, they might burn out. Yeah. You've got to have something bad that's going to happen if my family doesn't rise up to do this. Yeah. Those three magical little equations in yeah. one sentence drive action. They drive action and they drive unity. And without those three, you don't have a reason to move forward, you don't have a destination that you're moving forward to, and you don't have a problem to overcome. So when you say, we're going to be a positive family that honors God, that's very, very sweet. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to do. Yeah. I guess I just say nice thing. I'm going to walk around and say nice things, Yeah. right? Do I need a shovel? Do I need a cordless screwdriver? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not defined enough. Yep. If I said, J.J., let's skip lunch today. Let's go to a movie instead. There's a new movie about a guy who's looking for fulfillment.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Is that interesting? Yeah. No. no, it's not interesting. But if I say, J.J., <laughs> another one of Liam Neeson's daughters has been kidnapped, <laughs> and he has a special set of skills, <laughs> we'll skip lunch. I mean, we'll eat nachos in the in theater. In the theater, 100%. <laughs> with <laughs> a corn dog. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. But you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So when you're inviting your spouse and your kids into a story, make it. Defined. Yeah, I mean, the world has too much stuff, and we have joined in this too much stuff world. Therefore, we are going to spring clean this house for the next two months and have a massive garage sale with our friends and give all the money to this charity. Yeah, because if we don't, this stuff is going to bury us. Yeah, there's the stake. Yeah, so that's a mission statement. It's a short-term one. It's three months. Yeah, but you watch. Watch how it dictates the direction of your family, and then watch as your children play an important role in an important story, and they begin to transform. Yeah. Really, really cool.
1: The mission statement, I think, is one of the most transformative pieces, because it gives that story that you're, the narrative of yeah. your family is going to live. But I think, actually, this next part is one of the things that, especially for kids, you can really wrap your mind around for them, of who they need to be in right. order to accomplish this mission, and that's what we call the key characteristics.
0: Yes, it's key characteristics. And again, if you go to com, you can actually get Business Made Simple University. It's 275 bucks. It's dirt cheap. And watch the course. Now, while it's for businesses, you can actually watch it, and we explain in depth, and you can print a workbook. I'm not trying to sell you anything, except to say, when you actually fill out the workbook for your family, you'll get a lot more done. And then you can actually put the final piece of that workbook, on your fridge and fill it out slowly. So now you've got your mission statement and be slow. Like take a couple nights around dinner table and say, do we want this to be our family mission statement? What do we like about it? What do we not like about it? And then honestly, you know, you got it. When it scares you just a little bit. <laughs> when it scares yeah. you a little bit, you're in. That's <laughs> yes. the sweet spot. Yeah. When you're going, I don't know if we can pull this off. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. What, the movie's no good if you know that family's going yeah, to pull it's off. way too easy. Here's the other thing that Victor Frankl says, doesn't matter whether you pull it off. Yep. All that matters is you try. If you yep. try, you get the same level of deep meaning that you do if you fail. Yep. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. You just have to move. Let's go. So, key characteristics, as you said, also one of my, although critical actions is my favorite. They really, every single (laughs) piece. I I I might
1: say, as soon as I said it, I was like, oh, I love every piece. But I think, honestly, like when I'm thinking about translating this for kids, the mission statement, I think, creates an epic story, right? Mm -hmm. This epic story. But then the next two pieces really get very tangible and essentially, who do I have to be to accomplish this, the key characteristics, and then what do I have to do? Right. And it gets, so when we're talking about kind of this, it may feel really big and huge to say, oh, I don't know if I can get my kids or my family on board with a quote unquote mission statement. Well, it's more than that. I mean, you've got the mission statement, but this really now we're going to dig into who do you have to yeah. be? Who are you calling your kids
0: to be? That's right. And key characteristics are what is the character you're going to have to pull this off? Your kids are going to have to be hardworking. They're going to have to be diligent. They're going to have to be kind. They're going to have to be patient. Mm-hmm. You know, so let's just play it out, JJ. If we have a, a family that's going to do a massive spring cleaning over three months and do a big garage sale, yep. What sort of characteristics are these kids going have to have? You know, they're going to have to be able to let go of stuff yep. that they might have wanted to cling to. Generous. They're so going they to be they're gonna have to be generous because mm-hmm. they're going to give away the money. Mm-hmm. So you're going to be sit around and say at the table. Kids, we have decided together that we are going to become more generous in order to give away and sell yep. our stuff or give away the money. And
1: even just saying, naming it and going, this family is a generous family. That's right. And you allow the kids to speak into that. That's right. You know, not just like coming down and going <laughs> yeah. like, hey, You're going to be generous. You're going to be generous, like- <laughs> you little brats. You're going to be no. generous like your old man. <laughs> yeah, no. But when they can come in and be a part of this epic story that <laughs> yeah. you've casted with the mission statement. And if you and get buy-in
0: from them, they will change. And you
1: ask them, so what in order for us to do this, we all want to do this as a family. What does that mean we have to be? And when they can name and you can name together generous, and little kids may not be able to use the word right. generous, but they might say, like, I uh, want to share.
0: They can yeah, they you know? can and they can be generous like earlier than we probably yeah. think. Yeah. The other thing is, like, if I'm sitting around the dining room table, I would have to say as the dad, you know what? I think we've been too materialistic. Would you guys say that if you look at all of our stuff? You know, if we had to move, how long would it take us to load the truck? Yeah. You know, whatever. And then say, in order to do this, we're going to have to be, have the characteristic of not being materialistic, right? And so I don't know what you call that, yeah. <laughs> but now you're, you're generous, now you're actually transforming. Yeah. And the other thing is, not the characteristics that you necessarily have, yeah. it's the characteristics that you need to accomplish yep. the mission, right? And so then that, we're going to have to be hardworking or have to be diligent or yeah. we're going to have to hit deadlines or you know, whatever.
1: Or we value people over things. Yeah, you know, like those. Yeah. So if you can say we are generous, we value people over things, and we are hardworking, those give you the key characteristics to then accomplish the mission. Yes. But it also just gives you something, again, to rally around and say, yeah. this is who we are as a family.
0: And it gives you something to call each other on. I yep. mean, now your kid can say... Dad was supposed to be generous. Yeah. Know, our dad. Because we're not be ready. They we're will. not supposed to be materialistic. People over things pop. <laughs> yeah. And, and you know what? That's when it gets fun. Yeah. It's gotta have some drama. Hey everybody, we've got a workshop coming up that you're gonna love. It's the mission statement workshop, but it's more than just a mission statement. It's a workshop that will help you align your team so that you will become a company on mission. You will leave with your mission statement, also three characteristics that everybody on your team needs to have in order to accomplish that mission, then the critical actions every team member needs to take every day to accomplish that mission, plus the story pitch, the story that you tell people to attract resources to that mission, and then your theme, the why this mission even matters. Can you imagine your team being invited into a story in which they all care passionately about the outcome, How much money would that be worth? How much turnover would you not have? How much more passion would you ignite? You can get it all done in one day. Go to missionstatementworkshop.com, and I will see you soon. Okay, so we've got the mission statement. We've defined the mission. Now we define the key characteristics. There are three. We mm-hmm. recommend three. Yep. These are the three things that we need to become mm-hmm. in order to accomplish this mission. Now it's where the rubber hits the road. It's the three critical actions that you need to take pretty much, not necessarily every day, but pretty much every day in order to make this work. So, okay, JJ, (laughs) we're at the family table. We're going (laughs) to spring clean this house. We're going to have a garage sale with our friends, Uh a massive garage Uh sale Uh Uh that's going to be super fun. And we know we're going to have to be generous and we can't be materialistic in order to make this Mm -hmm. work. And let's say there's a third one there. But in order to hit this garage sale by April 15th, Mm What critical actions is this family going to have to start taking every day to make it work?
1: Yeah. One might be spending an hour every weekend cleaning out a closet.
0: We clean closets. We divide things into bins. Yeah. So, this is a family that is constantly, when something's in its hand, it either stays where it is or it goes to the Goodwill or garage sale bin. We are a family that divides things into bins. You say, wow, is it that specific? Yes. Yes. That is the key. It is that specific. So, for my personal one, for instance, I get up early. Mm-hmm. I write, I say, after you. And after you is a thing that I say, you know, you can open the door for somebody to say, after you. It's a way of regulating my personality so that I'm not acting like me first. Yeah. JJ, if I get up early, mm-hmm. my marriage is going to go great, my exercise is going to go great, my diet is better, and I get more work done. Yeah, All of that with one action, getting up early. So you're yeah. looking for the action that actually is the lead domino that makes a bunch of other things fall. Yeah. For instance, if you divide things into bins, how long would it take you know, your kids in the room to just go, you know, if they go back to their bedroom and they're you know, folding their clothes or whatever, and you just go, hey, remember, we divide things into bins. You want to do some of that right now? Yeah. Yeah, Dad, what do you think of this? Because you, know, you, you, know, you can just say, hey, we're going to spring clean this house. You guys, I want you to get on it. Yeah. They don't know what to do. Yeah. You, you know, kids need to be, to some degree, delightfully and pleasantly micromanaged. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As do adults. Yeah. Right? And so you know, we divide things into bins. We do things that promote the garage sale. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. we do. Th- so every day it's like, hey, we do things to promote the garage sale. You guys want to do some signs today? Yep. You want to put something on Craigslist? You want to put something in the paper? Do we want to call our friends? We do things to promote the garage sale.
1: And then we look for places where we can donate the money. You know, like, so together, even like coming together, you know, once or twice a week, you know, and going.
0: We'd find places to be generous or whatever. Yeah. And
1: and so you're not only like looking for where the garage sale is going to go, but you're exposing your kids and your family to organizations in the neighborhood that are making a difference. Yeah. And
0: you're also igniting their hearts because, you know, somebody cares about kittens and somebody cares about (laughs) cancer patients because their friend of school had cancer. Yeah. You know, all that kind of stuff. So imagine a family that one, divides things into bins, two, promotes a garage sale, and three, decides where to be generous you think your family just transformed yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah they, i'm like i'm getting a little tear <laughs> myself i don't even have a family and i'm like I'm, i want the family you have us, to do you have, this. well you do have a family yeah, and we're your closest yes. to an immediate family uh, you know it's really a beautiful thing and you know this comes from story because when you're writing a screenplay characters have to take action yeah you know it has to be visual you have mm-hmm. to see what they are doing and it's no different if your family's going to live a story it has to Take action. Mm-hmm. And I think the critical actions are the most important part of the whole thing. Yeah, I think the mission statement is really important. Who you become is really important. But if you don't take action, this yeah. thing falls. So we are asking you to define three critical actions that you're going to take that force the plot of the story forward, Yep, right?
1: And I think if even if you just do those three, you're going to do some pretty... Im- those I mean, three, that, I think, are the most important. Yeah, that's going to change everything. But there are two more pieces that really help move this kind of full circle, right? And so the next thing really is what we call a story pitch. That's right. So it's really kind of how to talk about this in a way well, that actually say the kids can understand, the family can understand, but you're talking about to other people even.
0: That's right. You know, this comes for, again from Hollywood yeah. where you have to go and you have to pitch your screenplay. You have to summarize the story. And if you summarize it well, and it's an interesting story, you get people who want to produce it. And yeah. that's money. That's investment. That's time. Well, you're trying to have a garage sale here, yeah. so you need a way to get on the phone with the neighbors and say, blah, 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 and they all go, oh my gosh, we want in. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> we your, your
0: family needs investment. Yeah. Your kids need investment. You need investment. It may not be money, but it's time, energy, prayer, effort, people showing up to volunteer. You know, people love hanging out with people who are living a great story. Yes. I was just with some uh, new friends recently who are building hotels you know the Soho hotels mm-hmm. and Graduate hotels. You know the Thompson here in Nashville. Yeah. So I was able to spend a day with Ben and Marianne, who built these hotels. They're a <laughs> young, dynamic, ridiculously good-looking, like criminally good-looking, uh-huh. <laughs> and they're building these hotels all the world. He's building a hotel on the 18th green in St Andrews oh on gosh. the Old Course. Oh my god! He's building a hotel there. He's also building hotels. He's got a new hotel chain that he wants to start that is across the street from hospitals. Mm -hmm. So they specifically are boutique hotels for people who are visiting people in a hospital. Mm. What a beautiful thing. Unbelievable. They were so amazing. And I came home. Well, Betsy was with me. So we came home talking about Ben and Marianne because they're living a great story. Yeah. And the reality is if your family starts living any kind of story, even a simple garage sale story, people start talking about you. Yep. And they want to be like you. And what that means is you are inspiring other families. Yep. So creating your story pitch is really about inspiring others and getting <laughs> investment. And there yep. is a formula to do it. You almost need the course. Just go grab the course of Business Made Simple. But here it is. You start with a problem. Then you make the problem worse, <laughs> right? <laughs> you start, you say, the world has become very materialistic, and our family has succumbed to this materialism, <laughs> which is causing us enormous amounts of frustration. There you go. Yeah. Great first problem sentence. and then
1: amp up that problem. Talk about it more.
0: That's right. Describe the action, product, or solution. So we are having a garage sale on April 15th to rid ourselves of our clutter and be generous to the charities that we love, and then describe the result so that we can live lightly we can live more free and we can you know solve some of the world's problems yeah and then you state the theme and the theme is next yeah so it is a five part formula for your story pitch it's very simple if you're listening to this podcast and it's the only thing you're using to create this, don't worry too much about it. Just explain what you're doing. And remember, start with the problem, make the problem worse, describe what you're doing about it, and then describe the results that are going to happen because you're doing it, right? That's part four of the guiding principles. By the way, you can actually read that at the dinner table every night and say, hey guys, just a reminder of what we're doing and why. And then you read it and you say, anybody want to edit this? How's it going? How are our critical actions? How... Yep. It's a great routine. And
1: here's the thing I worked with teenagers a lot, you know, and I can see some people like maybe even rolling their eyes a little bit, like, oh, my teen's <laughs> not going to do this. Da, da, da. And I they're promise you, even you. if they are trying, they're going to
0: push back, but they're going to love it.
1: Exactly. Exactly. They may even roll their eyes a little bit. But when you invite them into a story that, so many of us are just have this narrative void. We've allowed ourselves to just kind of wander. And when you invite it's, it's cr- even these kids crushing. to be into it, and you do that generously, right, yeah. like lovingly, not with, with a not with a whip, <laughs> but yeah. with but with you know a candle, essentially with light, you're inviting them in, and you're bringing them on that journey as well. They may even roll their eyes. I can guarantee you that twenty years from now,
0: they will still be talking about uh, it. It is formative. Yeah, it is formative. Here's the thing that Josh Ship says about kids. Pushing back. You know, kids want to test the boundaries. And he says, You put somebody on a roller coaster and you put the little safety mechanism up by their chest, and the first thing they do is push on it to make sure it works. Yeah. That's what a kid does. They push back on mom and dad and say, Hey, I just want to make sure you're going to keep me in line here. Yep. The other thing is if when you and your spouse and maybe a couple of your kids live into this story, it's intoxicating. Yes. Everybody else will join you. Yeah. Everybody wants to join a story. We are hardwired to join a story. And again, if they don't join yours, they're going to join somebody's. Yeah. And it ain't going to be a good one. Yeah. OK, the last one is the theme. Yes. And this answers the question, why in the world are we doing this? Why does this actually matter? For instance, let me tell you how this works. Our theme at Goose Hill that we're building is if people have a place they can come to and be themselves, they will be restored. Mm -hmm. That's a theme. It's just something that we believe. If I can come here and be myself and feel safe and have a good conversation, there's a bigger chance I'm going to be restored. The other day, I was standing in the living room at Goose Hill, and we're probably about two and a half months from moving into the main house, but we're building a barn that's an event space and then a guest house that... We hope that families can come stay in the guest house and yeah. meet with me the next day to do this. Yeah, that's what we're dreaming yeah. about. Yeah, can you imagine family after family coming and meeting with me and it's, saying, "All right, I, yeah. I believe that corporations can change the world, but I believe that families can change the world yeah. even more." Yeah. So we'll do corporations and we'll do families and we'll go through this. That's a couple years away. Don't call. <laughs> yeah, we still got to build the guys. Right not now, available yet? If you come the, soon, bring a sleeping bag and like, a tent because we're
1: always thinking about this stuff and excited about because we believe. Well, we're in exci- it so much. Betsy and I are excited about our mission. Yeah. And this That's is our the mission. Thing. That's the thing. Here's the other part about it. And this isn't like tooting your horn or anything. But when you guys speak that your mission back to us on our staff and as your friends, we begin to buy into it and be inspired as well. Yeah. So then when you start talking about this stuff, I start going, I want to do that. I want to be a part of this. I want to go there. Yeah, and it, it gets resources. It does. And not only am I willing to contribute to that mission as your friend and as somebody who works with you. But also, now I'm starting to think of, because I'm not probably going to do that exact thing in my space, but I start thinking through then what I can do to kind of accomplish some of the same restorative things and right. make my own mission. And
0: don't be surprised when you create a family mission that you find 30 other people standing there going, can we help? What can we do? Because <laughs> yeah. now it's not just your family mission. Because they're looking for they're a They're looking for a beautiful story, story too. too. Anyway, I'm standing in the living room. I'm looking out at this giant excavator. They yeah. They brought in an excavator to bust rock up where the barn's going to go. And that excavator was too small, so they got a bigger excavator. And that excavator was too small, so they got a bigger excavator. So I'm looking at a three-story excavator Uh with a metal tip on the end, pounding like a jackhammer into the hardest rock that our 70-year-old excavator guy (laughs) has ever seen in his life. And he's excited. He's like, this is the hardest rock I've ever seen. I'm like, I'm not half as excited at you for some reason. And I'm thinking- Maybe we should just put up a circus tent. That would be a lot cheaper. (laughs) And I'm literally like, the cost is going high. Yeah. And I'm just down a little bit. I'm like, why are we doing this? And I remembered if we build a place where people can come and feel like themselves, they will be restored. Yeah. And all of my energy came back, all of it. And I just went, I'm in. I'll find the money. I'll go make the money. You know, we've got to build this. Yeah. And, I just got choked up and designer was there. She was trying to choose wallpaper and I didn't care because it was all expensive. (laughs) And I just went, blue, go with blue. Like, I don't, let's go. I got so excited. Yeah. And you know, the thing is, life demands that we sacrifice. It Mm -hmm. does. Mm -hmm. But if life is demanding that you sacrifice and you don't have a mission to sacrifice for, it's going to kill you. Yes. It's going to kill you. But if you have a mission, you'll say, I'll climb that mountain. It's worth it. I'll climb the mountain. I'll do it. And that's what your kids need. That's what your spouse needs. And that's what you need. It's just good for your soul. So this part where we talk about our theme is how do you summarize the why are we doing this? Yep. Right? This is the why. Yes. You know, For our family, our fictional family here that's having the garage sale, yeah. because a family that gets too materialistic doesn't tend to bond with each yeah. other. Or a family that has too many things forgets about each other. Yeah. So you go, okay, why are we doing this with the bins? They're all over our living room, and they've been here for two weeks. (laughs) Yeah. Because a family that has too many things forgets about each other. Yeah. It's the because. And somebody says, why are you guys having a garage sale again? You know, Jim, it's because when a family has too many things, they forget about each other. That theme spreads virally. Yeah. And it is your why. It's not the why permanent. It's just the why of this particular mission that you have decided to go on. JJ, the five parts- that you need in order to invite your family into a story are a mission statement, key characteristics, critical actions, your story pitch, and your theme. Stick it on your refrigerator, fill it out slowly, let your family be obsessed with it, and then live it. Dive into it and make it happen and watch what happens to your family it's going to be a beautiful thing
1: I am getting chills I'm, I'm not kidding I'm getting <laughs> chills right now I'm so I am so
0: excited we,
1: I, we've been living this for years yeah. and it's a blast yeah. it's so fun and it's all based on, this is a continuation of things we've been taught if you've listened to the podcast for a while well, if you go all the,
0: the way back to a million miles in a thousand years yeah, and storylines from those books I wrote it's, it's all stuff, there.
1: it's all kind of continued to move it's all based in narrative we believe that story is the most powerful tool to move humans right yep. we know that when it comes to marketing we know that when it comes to leadership we know that when it comes to mission and so some of the things we talked about if you've been listening to us for a long time you're hearing themes there's a reason story is the most powerful tool to move people forward it calls people to something that can be
0: and it transforms them it It, turns them into into, better versions of themselves and it's the only way to do it yes All right, JJ, this has been our holiday gift to our, listening, yes. our listeners here at Building a Story Brand. We went a different direction than a corporate mission statement because I think this is beautiful. Yeah. I think corporations are unbelievably powerful. You all need new mission statements, yes. God knows. <laughs> but what if your family moved forward in this way? What if your family determined and decided it would have impact? What if you transformed from a busy, distracted, disconnected family to a family- on a mission our gift to you will you please tell us how it goes let us know yes. your mission we might want to tell the world about what you did yeah right please let us know how it goes we yeah. want to hear the stories of how your family transformed and again if you want the course go to businessmadesimple.com. it's dirt cheap and actually sit there with your family and watch the modules and say we're going to fill this out as a family it yeah. could be really fun i think your kids are going to love it Music from this episode is by Andrew Bell. You can listen to Andrew's new record, Dive Deep Hushed, on Spotify or Apple Music. Thank you, as always, for listening to the Building a Story Brand podcast, where we believe if you confuse, you'll lose. Noise is the enemy, and creating a clear message is the best way to be a family on a mission.